Hey everybody, I'm Blake. And I'm Aparna. And today we're going to be bringing you maybe the most original content on the internet so far, which is a ranking of, of the MCU Marvel Cinematic Movies, all 20 or so, our favorites top to bottom. We started watching all the Marvel movies at the start of the year, maybe three or four months ago, and we just finished Spider-Man Far From Home yesterday. So it's been kind of a slow, medium burn. And we also didn't watch Hulk. Uh, but otherwise, everything on Disney+, Plus, including Spider-Man movies, because those are worth watching for sure, will be in our listing. So without any further ado, let's get into it. We have our Disney Plus app open, and we are just going to flick through the movies in timeline order and kind of give our impressions on each of them. And then we'll throw it onto our list. And then as we go along, each new movie that we talk through and look at, we are going to add to our list in whatever ranking we feel is appropriate relative to the ones that have come before it. So we're kind of building this in real time. And then every few movies, at least, we'll pause and kind of share where the list stands at the moment. Uh, and we're just going to try to come to an agreement on rankings, I'm sure we'll disagree, but uh, we'll try to get there in the end. So that's kind of the plan. Any other thoughts before we before we take off? No, let's get started. Let's get started? Okay. At the beginning, first up, Captain America, the first Avenger. Bucky, come on, there are men laying down their lives. I got no right to do any less than them. That's what you don't understand. This isn't about me. Right, because you got nothing to prove. Steve Rogers, little scrawny Steve Rogers origin story. He's fighting people in the back alley, he's getting beaten down. Um, wants to join the army, and then and then he becomes super jacked, thanks to whatever. Oh, it's what super soldier serum is that? Yeah, it? yeah. It's uh, the doctor like picks him. Yes, he's uh, not ripped. <laughs> Pretty much. He's not ripped and he jumps on the grenade. Yes. Apparently those are the only two criteria you need to become uh, Captain America. What did you think of this movie? I think this movie was better than I thought it was going to be mm -hmm. going in to watch it. Rewatching it was definitely helpful. I noticed a lot of things that I didn't before. I don't know if it would be in my top five Marvel movies, but it was definitely fun. Definitely fun. Early days, obviously, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They were still figuring out kind of what the formula was. Um, I, I'll i say for this movie, personally, it, it hadn't converted me to being a Captain America fan just yet. And I think that was because in this movie, he's still pretty goody-two-shoes type character. And he, and he stays that way throughout the MCU, but, but it's... It's really driven home in this one. Um, and for me, especially when you kind of compare it to its contemporaries, Iron Man in particular, that vibe just like didn't do it quite as much for me. So an enjoyable movie, obviously important because it kind of sets up his origin story, which is super helpful to know going forward. But I think kind of shows early perhaps weaknesses of the Marvel movies that they iron out kind of like as they go along. I enjoyed it. Wasn't the biggest fan. But it, as it's the only movie we've looked at so far, it's going to come in at number one on our list. Next up, Captain Marvel. How long you plan to be in town? Oh, I'll be out of your hair as soon as I track down the scrolls that are infiltrating your planet. Scrolls? Shapeshifters. Keep the Tesseract on Earth. Hidden. 
You sure that's what Marvel would want? Marvel. So, Aparna, give me your thoughts on, on Captain Marvel. What, what did you think about this one? So, pros, I think it had a really unique kind of origin story and a superhero who isn't so human, but a mm. lot of the human aspects, for example, her story with being a fighter pilot and then her story with the Kree. So I thought that was really interesting. I think that for being such a recent movie, some things kind of missed the mark for me. I felt like it didn't have as much humor or like fun as some of the newer movies. But the pro was it's cool to see like a female superhero who's supposed to be the most powerful Avenger. And also that they didn't, they didn't make that the main thing about her. Though. Yeah. And going off of that, I think her being kind of the star of the show is amplified when her best friend is introduced in that relationship and they kind of are this powerful duo back in the day when they were fighter pilots, but then also in the current day storyline, them being a force to be reckoned with it is super cool. I think I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I do think some of the humor falls flat, mainly because it's like they're trying to kind of deal with the fact that she was human, but also kind of hasn't been recently so a lot of the humor is like oh what's a blockbuster and what's a you know yeah. like that kind of stuff and it is funny but it, it does kind of i think get dry you know a, as the movie goes on but i do think there's a lot to love about captain marvel i think the dynamic between her and nick fury is great i think they do a great job of kind of acting off of one another and, and then also like you said it kind of sets up a, a critical storyline we're kind of watching the preview right now like Captain Marvel. Don't mess with Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, she, she's going to show up later and show you who's boss. Looking at our list, Captain Marvel versus Captain America, how would you stack these two together? Who's going to come out on number one on our list right now? Captain America. Captain America above Captain Marvel. Talk me through it. I think even though Captain Marvel is like newer, I feel like Captain America, it seemed genuine, like the nascent nature of the Marvel Universe at the time. All right. It's interesting that the first two movies that we're talking through are origin stories. Captain Marvel, I would argue, is kind of paint-by-numbers Marvel origin story, which is not a bad thing. And as, as we will come to say many times, like these are all, well, maybe not all, but <laughs> largely these are great movies. Yeah. Uh, it's I would say it's a dead heat for me personally, but I'll, I'll, I'll side with your argument on Captain America, and we'll go ahead and put Captain Marvel at number two. Okay, timeline order, which means next up, the one that started it all, Iron Man. No one's allowed to talk, is that it? You can't talk? No, you intimidate them. Good God, you're a woman. <laughs> is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? I humbly present the Jericho. To peace. Tony Stark, now you work for me. There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. And, and let me just say this, I love, love, love this movie. It's, it's amazing for so many reasons. Reason number one, like it's consistently entertaining and funny throughout. Like, it, I think the rewatchable nature of this movie is up there with any of any of the Marvel movies. 
And it's because Robert Downey Jr. embodies Tony Stark in like a perfect way. I I don't even know if you could have a better actor like character combo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that those first I mean the first hour really where it kind of establishes him, he's in the Humvee, you know, shooting shooting the breeze with the soldiers and ACDC's playing in the background and kind of chaos erupts and it, and it starts to kind of you know weave that story of him being in the cave and breaking out is amazing. And then, you know, the second half of the movie is him dealing with the fact that he came up with all this stuff and he's still hilarious and still super witty, but then he's kind of like, you know, butting heads with his business partner and, you know, there are a lot of elements of Iron Man that I think are kind of standard superhero movie, particularly towards the end where it's just kind of like, okay, you're fighting against your boss, you're both Iron Men kind of butting heads. But the things it does that are so unique is all of the tech. It's all the humor. It's all, it's the character side of Tony Stark that is so good. So I'll shut up now and I'll let you talk about Iron Man, but I, I love this movie. I truly do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, this is like one of the best Marvel movies, I think. And what makes it so good is everything that you mentioned you know, the humor, but also, like, his personality. And I think something I really like about this movie is that he's a self-made superhero in a Mm. way, but he's not self-made in this kind of pitiable way. It's from both his privilege and his circumstances, but also him recognizing that and using Mm. it to, like, become the superhero he is. So I really like that. And I also really like the part where he's refining what he made in that cave to become better and then working on improvements. And then we get a little glimpse into how his world is set up with Pepper and their relationship. It was really well made. And it's so true about him being, like, so many of the people in the MCU are, you know, Thor, you're a god, or you got bit by a spider, or you're Captain America and got injected with whatever super happy serum. And Tony Stark is, like you mentioned, totally obnoxious, kind of playboy, millionaire type. And he even says that. And, and he admits to it. I think they set the stage for, for what the MCU was going to be in so many ways in this movie. Not yeah. only just kind of the superhero side... But also the character side, which I think I think is why MCU's become so successful. Is yeah, they're cool superhero movies and the fight scenes and CGI and people punching each other. But like, there are characters at the end of it that you really care about. And by the end of it, when he's given the press conference and he says, "I'm Iron Man," you're like, "I am so like yeah. I want to see everything that this character does." And for that reason, I think it is just astounding. So I have to put this at number one. Do you have any? Yeah. Problems with that? No, absolutely not. Okay. A lot of love for Iron Man. It's what started all. Throw a little ACDC in there. I mean, gosh, it's hard to beat. Okay. Iron Man 2. Oh, it's good to be back. What I saw you do to Tony Stark on that track. Wow. You need my resources. I want to make Iron Man look like an antique. This whole lone gunslinger act unnecessary. You don't have to do this alone. We were just watching the trailer. It's got that amazing intro scene where he like flies into the Stark Expo and Shoot to Thrill is playing. It's awesome. What did you think about Iron Man 2? 
obviously we just talked about Iron Man and the origin story, but I thought this one was really interesting too. It challenges Iron Man and his ego. Even though he, yes, he stopped building weapons, he still has to reckon with the fact that his past hasn't left him yet. It's literally in him, his right, shrapnel, exactly. right? Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. I think the parts with building the, all those other robots, that was funny. Um, yeah, but somehow I don't think it had the same spark as the first Iron Man. And maybe this is just what happens in like trilogy movies where mm. the first one kind of ends up being the banner, but... yeah. I still think it was really good movie. Yeah, what do you think? Well, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of it's it's difficult to follow up on a movie that nails its kind of formula and vision right off the bat, which is what Iron Man does. I think what this movie does well is give him some entertaining villains to go up against. There's Justin Hammer, who's kind of like the Tony vanilla Tony Stark, right, in, in like the... <laughs> tech weapons world and then there's uh the whiplash character who's kind of his family has been taken advantage of by the starks and, and you know he's kind of out for revenge in that sense and so i think the fact that they kind of teamed those two villains up from totally opposite yeah. worlds it is super entertaining and it gives it gives him kind of good villains quote-unquote to, to go up against so i think that's probably the best part about iron man 2 is kind of the villains that they introduce I, I think my impression of the Iron Man sequels originally was that they were not good, but in, in rewatching everything, it's like, they are. Like, they're good. Looking at the ranking, we've got Iron Man at number one, Captain America, First Avenger number two, Captain Marvel number three. W where does Iron Man 2 end up on this list for you? I think I would say at kind of a tie with Captain America. What do you think? I, I agree. I would... I kind of looked at Captain America First Avengers like, okay, that's where I would slot this. I would maybe give points to Captain America First Avengers for being the origin story, but I would probably enjoy rewatching Iron Man 2 more than, than First Avenger, if that makes sense. The, this is a hard one because they're so different and comparing them, I feel like doesn't feel as fair. But I think that I would put Iron Man 2 above Captain America. Yeah, I think and I think it's a, a more enjoyable film. And we'll kind of get into this elsewhere in the MCU is there are those movies that are a bit more serious. There are those movies that are basically comedies, right? And so it's like it can be hard to kind of figure out where they fit Iron Man 2 maybe a little closer to the com comedy category than, than Captain America in watching through it again and kind of like the um, the everlasting kind of entertainment component, I think we can we can slot Iron Man 2 right below Iron Man in our number two slot. Okay, so that's four movies down. Next up, we're, we're taking a turn in the serious. Thor. Thor, Odinson, you have betrayed the express command of your king. Through your arrogance and stupidity, you've opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror and desolation of war! Thor origin story. We're getting otherworldly. We're starting to, to realize that the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a universe, and there's a lot more out there than, than just what's on Earth. So 
give me your, your quick take on, on Thor and we can see where, where it sits on our list here. Yeah, so Thor, I definitely thought it was really beautiful. The special effects like Asgard and all the characters, everything Chris from... Chris Hemsworth, beautiful. Yes. Natalie Portman, beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> There's some... There's some beautiful people here. Yes. <laughs> and I also thought like the costumes, everything... You know, those things need to be right for a movie like this to be good. And I feel like they really nailed that because you don't even notice that because it's up to par. I thought it was great seeing Thor be kind of different from how he is in the contemporary movies Hmm. where like he's super different. Right. Because he's much more egotistical and he thinks that nothing stands in his way Hmm. of ruling Asgard. And then we come to find out, you know, through the future movies, that's not even maybe what he wants. But I just thought it was cool and, you know, good movie for an origin story. Yeah, I think it's impossible to look at these things in a vacuum because we look at the character that Thor becomes later on. And it's it's almost hard to reconcile that with this movie because he's so serious in many ways and like very much wrapped up in his whole world, right? Whereas I think a lot of that ego kind of goes aside in later movies to to help the the larger cause which i guess is kind of true of, of most people so I, I i enjoyed thor um as as an origin story though i think it um it just wasn't as compelling and like even there's a lot of components that i think just kind of fell flat um his band of friends like do you remember them because i hardly do he had all these friends in this movie and and we thought that they were going to be kind of important characters but they were kind of on the sideline they showed up at in earth at the end um when the big evil microwave face guy was there but then like that's kind of it you know they don't really show up in subsequent movies i I don't know i i wasn't the biggest biggest fan of thor i agree that it was neat to see kind of like a different world different aesthetic all that kind of stuff but when we look at what we have on our list right now and when we look at kind of the strength of the origin stories that we've seen up until this point i don't know if i could put this above any of the ones that we have on our list at the moment i think you're definitely right about some of the characters like it's not so memorable i don't know if this is something that i would you know look forward to watching on a friday Mm -hmm. night versus if it's on tv i'll watch it so yeah, for me personally, I wouldn't put it above the others either. Yeah. Well, Thor, you're going to go in dead last uh, on our list, which I guess isn't that far down. You're only on at yeah. number five at the moment. Um, so Thor is coming in at number five. We'll pause there to give you our list as of now. It's Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Captain America, First Avenger, Captain Marvel, and Thor. Okay. First five movies, done. Now we're on to the first of many heavy hitters, Avengers. It's called the Avengers Initiative. I thought I didn't qualify. Apparently I'm, what is it, volatile, self-obsessed. And don't play well with others. You have no idea what you're dealing with. Uh, Shakespeare in the Park? Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? This is beyond you, little man. Loki will face Asgardian justice. He gives up the cube, he's all yours. Until then, stay out of the way. Avengers 
one. I, I think a movie that at the time just it kind of blew everyone away and we're seeing it right now the money shot of all of these heroes coming together and up until this point you know each of them well almost all of them has had their origin stories and and now they have been put together in, in one film and i think what they accomplished in this movie keeping in mind it was still i mean what 2012 maybe when yeah. this came out weaving all these characters together pairing them up in, in interesting and unique ways and then obviously giving them a pretty compelling and entertaining enemy to fight in Loki. Yeah. There's a there's a lot that I, I like about Avengers. I think I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, you know, just having knowing where the MCU goes and how much more insane it gets and how much bigger. And I, I was kind of like, oh, well, Avengers, you know, it's, it's kind of just like small potatoes, you know. But it, it actually pulls off so much cool stuff. So, you know, whether it's the... The whole thing on the helicarrier and trying to, you know, deal with Loki's deception while he's kind of like trapped in their base or the the New York fight, which is just kind of all out like we're just going totally crazy. Everyone kind of at full tilt on both the hero and villain side. It, it's an entertaining and fun movie. And to see all these characters be smashed together like this. It's awesome. I really like Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you nailed it. Like at the time that this was released, I remember watching this movie twice in the theater with my friends and like wanting to rewatch it because it was so unique in that it, it, it like it continued a string of movies like it made you want to watch the next one and also watch the previous ones which I think that that's really hard to accomplish, you know? And yeah, I just thought it was great the way that they brought everyone together. I personally really like Loki as a character, and I feel like they did a really good job having someone who was not all parts bad, but still like deceptive enough or clever Mm -hmm. enough. And then... You know, I I just thought that they did a really good job with having everyone in there. And it it ties them together, you know, because we see Black Widow and Iron Man 2. And then we've seen Thor and Captain America before. But then they're still coming together. This is like just their first time getting together. So that's what I think to your point, you know, it being the first time that they come together, it's, it's funny to look at kind of the dynamic and relationships that they have because... It's like you can see in the movie that they're they're figuring it out. Like one of the first major scenes is Captain America and Iron Man and Thor fighting each other. You know, because like, who is this guy and who is this guy? And I should be in charge in this situation and, and yada yada. And Loki's just sitting there kind of like looking off in the distance like, what are, what are these guys doing? But it, it is, it's funny because, you know, we see how their relationships develop over the course of MCU. But, but here it's all of these big personalities thrown together in, in, in a big mixing pot and you know it works in some cases it doesn't work in other cases but in the end obviously kind of you know they come together and it's like wow all right they're actually doing this they're they're putting together a universe this was the first if we're being honest like mcu yeah. movie because it was the realization of of everything they'd set up and then everything that was to come after right and everything even from that scene too like natasha going to get the hulk mm-hmm. it was all really well he must have had out. an origin story you know some movie that like maybe existed not apparently. sure no not idea. according to us it doesn't exist but i digress sorry 
finish your thought. Oh, I was just saying that. I think every little thing in that kind of added up towards this big scene at the end where they're fighting the Chitauri. And then also we kind of see for the first time the interfacing between space. Well, mm. for the first time because at the time we'd not seen Captain Marvel oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. So space versus Earth and, you know, how Iron Man ends up saving the day, telling about the future. As we come to see in other movies. Yeah. About Iron Man's role within the Avengers. Nice pull on Shatara. Is that the name of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never would have been able to remember that, but good, good call. Um, okay. Avengers, I think... We're, we're raving pretty hard about it. As much as I love Iron Man, and I truly think it's one of the strongest MCU movies, it's hard not to put Avengers at number one, right? Yeah, it's number one. Avengers, number one. And, and the first one up after Avengers is Thor, The Dark World. There are relics that predate the universe itself. What lies within her appears to be one of them. While the other relics often appear as stones, the ether is fluid and ever-changing. Does your book happen to mention how to get it out of me? No. This kind of doubles down on that Asgard and Earth dynamic. I think the strongest parts of this movie are Loki and kind of how he plays both sides of the coin more than ever, I think, in this movie. Because he's aligned with Thor for most of it, right? But in the end, you know, fakes his death and, and is is still that trickster. And there's that amazing scene where he turns into Captain America, yes. which we still, we still laugh about. It, I think maybe we'll of... add it in here. Gosh, yeah. Perhaps you prefer one of your new companions, given that you seem to like them so much. Oh, this is much better. Whoa. Costume's a bit much. So tight. But the confidence, I can feel the righteousness surging. Hey, you want to have a rousing discussion about truth, honor, patriotism? God bless America. Maybe one of the funniest um, scenes in the MCU. Um, but outside of that, I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't enjoy too much about this movie, and I think it was pretty forgettable in the end. Um, the conflict. I, I mean, I think what's important, what sticks in our minds, is the fact that. Um, Natalie Portman had an infinity stone inside her but like we didn't really even know that at the time and the whole thing with the elves being the bag like I just it was hard to get on board with that fight that conflict so I wasn't the biggest fan of this one yeah for me I feel like at least the first Thor you kind of give them some leeway because they're setting up that universe versus for Thor the Dark World they already set it up you know we know these characters already and so I felt like some parts of it were really weak in making us feel super motivated yeah the Dark Elves are bad but also I think they could have played more on the power of the ether or the reality stone in manipulating reality and I feel like that power isn't shown as much as it's like they could have they could have shown the potential for damage but they just say it's bad they just predict horrible stuff happening but we don't see them use the infinity stone we don't see them use that in a way that could have been compelling Mm. they could have done a better job with that 
I thought Loki's character was impeccable in this movie, as per usual. We like Loki, if you couldn't tell. Okay, where would we put it? This is last for me, I think. Like you said, Thor can get away with some of some shortcomings because because it was an origin story. And I think that great point about the reality stone not making that big of an impact. There's not a lot of, of memorable stuff about this movie. So I, I I would put this last. Dead last. Sorry, Thor. Sorry, <laughs> Natalie Portman, the last movie you were actually in. But thanks for being in the movie. All right. Iron Man 3, the last of the Iron Man movies. You make a move, I break your face. I never thought people had been hurt. This is the Mandarin? I know, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Mark 42 inbound. I'll be damned. The prodigal son returns. Another one that I, I haven't really watched a whole lot, maybe twice, that I feel like for whatever reason was kind of like, oh, it's not that good. But I, I thought this movie was great. And I think the main reason why is because one of the main elements is Tony Stark's dealing with uh, the events of Avengers 1, which were pretty traumatic. Clearly he has PTSD in this movie. You know, him flying into the void of space and seeing these massive armies and, you know, just barely making it out like, yeah, I can get how that would mess you up. And so the fact that he's kind of grappling with that while also on the run, right? His house yeah. gets destroyed. He has to enlist the help of that kid in, in wherever land um, to kind of like get back on his feet. I think you kind of put those two aspects together and it's a it's a strong movie. I think the villain is funny. The fact that the evil terrorist guy is just like yes, this actor. The like, Mandarin hilarious. Yeah, you know, maybe not like a quote-unquote compelling villain, but a pretty funny twist in the end, which I think was, you know, kind of like novel for this movie at the time. So I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed Iron Man 3 quite a bit. What about you? Yeah, um, and like you said, I think I've only maybe watched it twice and re-watching it. It was still really good. I love the scene where all these different Iron Man suits are yes, flying around. Yeah. Yes, and it's, I mean, it's like exciting yeah. in a way. And I really like that. And I also like his relationship with that little boy who's trying to help him figure things out hilarious when he finds out that this person who's a mandarin is actually just an actor and (laughs) finds him lying in bed with these two models or whatever and he's like what are you doing here yeah and some really cool scenes like in the beginning when his whole house gets blown up crazy you start to think he's he's not gonna make it there yeah there are stakes in this movie right it's it you know he loses the house and apparently all the iron man suits have not really i mean pepper is not only in danger yes in that initial attack but also is taken like hostage right yeah. like it, it definitely feels like the stakes are there than any of the other ones at this point yeah yeah i would put this above iron man 2 yeah i think i agree i would i i would put i would put iron man 3 above as well yeah okay so next up Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I'm not going to ask you again. 
I know who killed Fury. Most of the intelligence community doesn't believe he exists. The ones that do call him the Winter Soldier. He's credited with over two dozen assassinations in the last 50 years. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Okay. You've known me your whole life. Your name is James Buchanan Barnes. Shut up! I'm not gonna fight you. You're my friend. I've got some thoughts about uh, about this movie, but but why don't you go first? What what did you think about this movie? And had you seen it before our watch through this year? I had seen it before, but I had very vague memories of it, so it was good to rewatch it. Um, I thought this one had a lot more fight scenes than a lot of, a lot of action. Yeah, lots action. And, lots of action, and it was nice to see like Captain America pair up with. Black Widow in this movie. Yeah. That was cool. It had some funny moments, but when I think about my overall impression of this movie, it was a lot more wrestling with the fact that your best friend is now this assassin. That was my initial impression of it. What about yeah. you? Definitely, it has different goals than some of the other Marvel movies. It's, I think, yes, definitely has those funny moments, but it's more of a serious quote-unquote serious movie than than a lot of the other Marvel movies. I, and I think a good way to describe it is it feels like it's a Mission Impossible movie in that there's a lot of focus on action, but not necessarily like crazy nutso superhero action, but like yeah. kind of more person-to-person action, which I thought was really compelling, kind of like makes it all the more like intense. Like a lot of these fights were kind of close quarters and, and high stakes. And then, I mean, what makes this movie so good is the whole betrayal and the fact that um, what you think you know about S.H.I.E.L.D. and about who the good guys are and, and all these things, you know, they throw that out the window. And it's about Captain America and the few people that he can actually trust trying to unravel that mystery. And yeah. I love that. The fact that it's not just like, hey, there's a villain who kind of like looks like me, but his armor is gray. <laughs> you know, it's it's not that. It's an organization. It's an idea that they are fighting against. Um, and I think that is so cool. I really, really like this movie. And I think there's not another movie like it in the MCU. And I, I think that's okay. Like, I don't need every Marvel movie to be like this. But the fact that they did something different with this one, and I think knock it out of the park like i i love captain america personally or captain america world soldier i would put this uh at number one on, on our list so wow yeah. okay um yep. i don't think i share the same <laughs> idea honestly i think i'd put it in like maybe number four <sighs> or number <laughs> and number three or four so you think the iron man sequels best Captain America punching a bunch of Hydra dudes uh, in an elevator. Okay. And... Well, I think Iron Man. Like, I would put it at number three. I think, how would you compare this movie to Iron Man? It's tough because, as we know, Iron Man is close to my heart. Um, but I think this movie, like, executes a lot of its movie parts, like, a lot better than, than Iron Man. You know, 
what we love about the first Iron Man is Tony Stark and his whole character right. arc. What we what I think is not as strong in Iron Man is the villain and kind of like the way that everything's resolved. It's, it does kind of falter, I think, a little bit in the end, Iron Man 1. Whereas I think throughout Captain America Winter Soldier, like they have an idea of, of what they're doing with the movie and kind of the, the beats that they are trying to hit. And I, I think they hit them all throughout. So, I mean, yeah, personally, I would put it at number one. I'll but compromise it's... for number two. Okay. I... I don't think it's better than Avengers just because... Yeah. I feel like Avengers really had that it factor at the time. But even now, re-watching it, it's like, oh, I'm going to watch the Avengers movie. Yeah. It has something else. For me personally, I think Avengers, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Iron Man. Yeah, so that's fair. And, and and don't get me wrong, the Marvel formula works for a reason. I just I just like that it's it feels different. Right. And it, and it feels... Yeah, exactly. Offbeat... It feels a bit more of like a spy thriller mixed with a superhero movie. I think that's an awesome, awesome combination. So that's why I like it so much. And I will take your compromise and we will put it at, at number two. Now we're rolling. We're into the heavy hitters. This is going to get difficult. What do we have up next? Guardians of the Galaxy. Thanos, your daughter made this mess. Your politics bore me. Your demeanor is that of a pouty child. And apparently, you alienated my favorite daughter, Gamora. Well, Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. Talking raccoon. Hold. What's a raccoon? What's a raccoon? It's what you are, stupid. Ain't no thing like me except me. I'm gonna die surrounded by the biggest idiots in the galaxy. What if someone does something irksome and I decide to remove his spine? That's actually murder. Some background here. You had not seen this or Guardians 2 at all before yes. this year, right? I had literally not seen it till last month. Which is which is shocking to me, but I'm so glad that we did this whole watch through so that you could see these these amazing movies. Uh, what did you think of Guardians 1? exceeded all expectations right like i mean i was blown away by guardians of the galaxy i felt like they did such a good job making each character unique and memorable mm -hmm. but their only purpose isn't to be funny like drax and his story about yeah. his family yeah. and it's nice to see Groot different than what he is in the future yeah I just think this movie was really, really good. And also it introduces us to another Infinity Stone. Yeah, like yeah, The Power true. Stone. And that was kind of interesting. Gamora's in there and Thanos. It's definitely like, it, it sets, sets up, up some lot. important threads. Yeah. I'm with you. I love this movie. And it, I think everyone's reaction was how? How did they pull this off? Because... On paper, it's ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> sure, yeah, we're gonna have a space like buddy, 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 buddy movie yeah. with a raccoon and a giant tree and a totally nutso Dave Batista all painted up. Like it's, it should not have worked, but it did. And I think a few of the reasons why it worked is the humor. Obviously, they 
doubled down, tripled down on the humor and absolutely knocked it out of the park. So many funny bits, so many funny lines in this movie that I think, you know, are constantly referenced in other movies throughout the year. Like, ah, it's so good. And then there's the music, which I think absolutely has to be said. Probably the best use of licensed music in any movie. I mean, ACDC and Iron Man is, is like iconic, but this movie has so many great tracks. They make a really good use of the physical situation to set up the music and everything. And I love that Gamora isn't funny. Yeah. Because I feel like that kind of grounds the movie a little. For sure. I think the fact that by the end of this movie, when they are all holding the Power Stone, I would say most people by that time care about all those characters holding the stone and like any one of them might die. And the fact that the fact that it's even possible is amazing, you know? So I honestly, I can't speak highly enough of Guardians of the Galaxy for what they accomplished. <laughs> like this, it's, it's funny because like they decided to make the movie, but I'm like, the cards are, the deck was stacked against them. Yeah. You know? It's like, it was not, the most likely outcome was not the movie we got. I don't know. When I'm looking at the list here, I'm looking like at least somewhere in the top two or three. We're definitely getting to that point where it's tough to slot these in, but what do you think? I think I would put it at three. So we have Avengers, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Iron Man, and Iron Man 3 in the top four. Yeah. So for me personally, when I think about Guardians of the Galaxy versus Iron Man, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was better. I mean, I think I would rewatch it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it was better, but I think I would rewatch Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I'm with you. I love this movie. I think number three is a good spot for it. So I will go ahead and lock it in. Okay, so that is movie number 10. Let's recap our list as of now. We've got Avengers 1, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, Captain America, First Avenger, Captain Marvel, Thor, and Thor of the Dark World. Ten movies in, we're making some good time. We got a lot of movies to talk about. And everything from here on out, for the most part, is just banger after banger. So stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the ranking. Thanks for listening. 